This episode is brought to you by Brothers and Bonds Co. With an expertly curated line of Masonic apparel, gifts, and accessories, we're excited to show you what makes us uniquely Brothers and Bonds. As a listener of this podcast, we're offering you 10% off your first order with us. Just use code TRAVELINGMAN at checkout. That's uppercase, all one word, T-R-A-V-E-L-I-N-G-M-A-N. Be sure to find us on Instagram or at brothersandbonds.com. Hello, welcome to episode 29 of the Traveling Man Masonic Podcast here in the 24th District of Ohio. I'm your host, Worshipful Brother Jim Hall. On today's show, we'll feature Brothers from East Palestine Lodge number 417 speaking about their annual inspection. The opinions discussed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Okay, we are here on episode 29 of The Traveling Man. We are back home. We went all the way out to Alaska with Most Worshipful Brother Charles Ward IV, the Grand Master of Masons of Alaska. And when I say we went, I say I got on Zoom and talked to him four hours different. But tonight we are back in the home lodge in East Palestine 417. If you hear the chair creak, that's Barry moving around while I'm talking. But what we want to talk about tonight, we have a couple guys here. We have our current master worship brother, Barry Waggle. You may know him as Tozy Wales. Barry, thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you very much, Jim. Glad to be here. Thank you. We have our current senior warden, brother Jack Barnhouse. Jack, Pleasure to be here, Jim. Thank you. Current junior warden, brother Ben Barnes. First episode alumni. Thanks for having me. No problem. And then we have our Tyler Brother Jason Whitehead. Jason, thanks for coming out. Good to be here, Jim. And Jason kind of, he's been around Lodge. How many years have you been a Mason, Jason? 25. All right, that's a pretty good ride, too, Mason, Jason. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about tonight is inspection. And for everybody listening out there, if you've never, if you haven't been in the officer line or you don't go to Lodge, that's completely cool. Each year, the district deputy or whatever your jurisdiction may call it, goes around and makes sure that you are giving the correct degree as it is written in your code. Okay? So he comes in and he does a lot of uh, pre-qualifying stuff to make sure you have your paperwork, your audits, all of that stuff in order. And then he comes in and makes sure what you're giving them is what the degree is and you're not cutting the degree short, cutting corners, or maybe changing some of those words that are in there that A's turn to ands and really easy to change those around. One thing I know from going through the chairs and being a past master is that is a stressful time. To me, it's like the Super Bowl of degrees. Not that any degree is more important than the other one. As long as you have a candidate, you should really be focused on giving that candidate the best experience possible because that's his Freemasonry. That's his degree. But everything's heightened then. Worst brother Wade Barrett just entered the door. So we have a special guest. He came in for a quick minute. He thought he was getting out of lodge, but Worshipful Brother Wade Bear is going to pull up a chair. He was past master here in 2018, so he's got a little knowledge on the process. And being the treasurer, he does have to do some pre-inspection stuff. So coming into this year, and I'm going to key a little bit, guys, on Worshipful Brother Waggle here. Coming into this inspection, okay? You've heard me talk, you've heard Bear, or you've heard Wade talk, Chris Tiger, John McElroy, all those guys, and you hear about <clears throat> putting on a good degree, making it a night that's rememberable. What are your thoughts, let's say before pre-inspection happens? So you're, you're elected, you're in the East, and you know this is looming over you. You know that you're going to come in and you know you have the Master Mason degree this year. What are your thoughts beforehand? My thoughts beforehand were... I was, I wasn't worried about, I wasn't worried about my line officers. I knew they would have it. I was sure. worried about me when I was looking through the Master Mason. There's quite a bit of memory work in there. But after that, Jim, honestly, I, I got to the point where I was very comfortable doing the degree work. I sure. really did get to the point where it's like, you know what, I got this. Then my, my biggest 
my biggest thing was to overcome because it's all last minute is all the introductions of brass. Yeah. And as I proved to you, I blew it out of the water. So when our right worshipful comes to the east and I won't go to hand him the gavel, well, before I hand him the gavel, of course, I wrap everybody well, down. Yeah, and that's a little, a little, a little faux pas. No, we, we're not pulling the charter over that. No, we got a little laugh out of it. But, yeah, I felt like I told you, you asked how you feel. I said, honestly, I said, it's almost scary. I'm not even uncomfortable. And I was yeah. not uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I, well, you know, there's two, there's two ways that usually goes. When you say I'm, I'm not even worried about it is – you either go out and you just tie one off and it's just a heck of a degree or you go out and just crash and burn. Yeah. I know I, I brought this up in Lodge Inn on this uh, podcast. The first time I sat in the East, obviously this is not an inspection, but I thought I got this down. I studied my words. I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, it's okay. It's just doing the pictures. It won't. So I studied all my work, and I'm locked in, and I'm ready to go. And like you said about introducing the brass, right worship brother Willie Pierce came in, and he was doing our LEO that night, and he's a past district deputy from Steubenville, so that's like an hour away. I don't travel down there all the time. I know him now because I'm more active in the district. Right. And, man, you want to talk about a crash-and-burn meeting. That purple of the fraternity rolled in, and I'm like, Oh my God, what are they doing here? What's he, you know, wasn't my finest moment, but Barry, you did pretty good. Wade shaking his head. No, it was a crash and burn scenario by me. <laughs> um, but you know, the, um, that experience, that lead up, there's a lot of tension because it isn't just, okay, let's show up on inspection night and do inspection, especially in the master Mason. Cause you have your second section that you're, coordinating and you got to get right. them organized and a lot of those guys aren't line officers so it's like i need you here we're practicing on sunday or on wednesday or whenever it is and you know you get half the guys or a quarter of the guys and hope that one of the guys knows what they're doing because there's a lot of different turns and twists and whatever yeah and that can just be a little hairy so what what kind of ups and downs did you experience in the lead up to the inspection with Hurting the cats, I'll say, trying to get everybody here. It w I, was, I was lucky that uh, most of the time with the line officers that we had, everybody came. Sure. But when we, got down to, when we got down to the brass tacks at the end of getting, we had the talkers down pretty good. Right. A little bit late to the show, we had Jack as uh, senior warden, Jack Barnhouse as sure. senior grand warden. We had worshipful brother Bob Batcher, who's chaplain this year. He was King Solomon. And we had Chris Tiger, yourself, Ben Barnes was seven, eight, nine, and uh, we had that down pretty good. Yeah, and and kudos real quick because this was Jack's first year as senior grand warden. Hats off because that's not that's you know a big chair that you're sitting in. So I know you put a lot of work in, and you did pretty good. Yeah, we worked on it pretty hard, and you could tell every everyone come together pretty good at the end. I think we put on a pretty good uh, degree. You know, there, there's a difference when you go to these different degrees and you can see lodges that have really worked and ones that maybe haven't put as much work in. You and, know? and we and we did. I think we started right after it, Christmas, right, right after Christmas. Sure. And yeah, we just uh, started getting it. I mean, uh, I, I recommend I, there, I, I'm torn between two things. I would actually la rather wait for my master mason, my inspection degree, sometimes to wait till April because yeah, you know, because like you said, it's a Super Bowl. It's kind of like Daytona, the Super Bowl, and then it's over. It's like, oh, the rest of the year is just a just a regular every run run of the mill. Luckily oh. for us, we got a bunch of outstanding fundraisers. Well, we do, but yeah, leading up to it, I know, like I was thinking about Senior Warden Barnhouse next year. He he's going to be third Wednesday or third Thursday of February. It's like, dude, it's going to be Christmas time. It's going to be over. And let let me tell you, I had a I had a famous worshipful past master telling me it's going to be the fastest night of your life i'm thinking you know what two and a half hours for any master mason is not fast <laughs> you know that's and it was the fastest when i when i got done with the first section and i'm, I'm sitting up there that you know you're going to be invested in what you've been divested and brought back and blah 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 um it was like i looked at the chaplain i said it's over I said, I got to close this thing up. I said, this is like, I mean, yeah. you got to be kidding me. I and mean, it's over I'd, just like I'd, that. I'd thought about that a few practices before. 
And I'm like, I want to talk to you that night. Because it's easy to say weeks away. Hey, think of this, do whatever. That, that crap all goes out your head when you go up there and there's 60, yeah. 100 guys, whatever it is, and everybody coming in and doing introductions. But I know my night, I went through and did the obligation, and I'm coming back up the steps. And at that time, Red Warship brother Bob Ridzen was our inspecting deputy. And he looked at me, he's like, you got it. You got yeah. it nabbed. And I, you know, there were a few things left to do, working tolls and, you know, whatever, right, yeah, you, whatever yeah. you needed to do there. But in reality, it was over. That's a wrap. And, and, and mm -hmm. it was so fast. And you get to the end and it's sort of like when you, you know, if you've experienced a wedding and a big reception, all these people were there and you're running around and you're trying to shake hands and talk to all of them. And then it's over and you don't remember what the hell happened. You spent a lot of money. You know? Right, pretty much. And, and it's, it's really wild how fast that happens. So I'm glad that you took a second to. Uh, oh yeah, we we, we sat the up there and reflected. I was through the whole second section. I'm thinking, Jesus, man, I, I guess I should have just jumped out there and been Gideon. I should have just done it because I would have drug it on a little bit more, and I decided to sit, you know, up there I was. Worship brother Wade Bear is chiming in. Wade, thanks for coming. And if he was Gideon, he would have known where he was walking. <laughs> yes, well, uh, for the practices, Barry had been working at that, so he was one of our guys that knows the turns and whatever and a few guys stepped up and said hey we really want to do this and kudos to them because you need walkers and workers and that's great but when you don't practice with people all the time sometimes the way they move and the way they remember it is a little different than the way it is so yeah that yeah. that's a little uh it can be a little hairy did so, we did, did we have um did we have all the walkers were from our lodge we didn't have any outside we didn't ha have any outside walkers. Yeah, right. If I remember which, correctly, everybody was from 417, our lodge. Which, yeah. kudos to our lodge. No. Uh, as far as fellow craft team, yes, everybody was from our lodge. Um, second section, junior steward, was Worshipful Brother Dave Ash. Yes. yes. Oh, he did yep, set that in. is correct. Dave filled in for uh, Brother Jake White. Yeah, yeah, Brother Jake White has another part second section, so right. he filled in. He's... So we only had one Past guy. Master Allen Lodge, current Master Jenkins. I think Allen's his home lodge, though. Right. And Navy Air Force, <laughs> Marines, Merchant Marines. Coast, <laughs> You'll hear Coast Guard, Space Force. <laughs> 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 but so, so jumping around here, and Jason, we haven't really hit you that much. Uh, well, I'm not going to hit you at all. I'm just going to talk to you. <laughs> but, but, you know, we talk about how one of the big things – at inspections are the introductions people coming in and that's always nerve-wracking because you only do it once a year you maybe if you happen to have a grandmaster visit your lodge maybe you bring them in maybe that's twice a year maybe that's a big maybe because I got a lot of places to be so that can be the most nerve-wracking part of it as, a, as an inspection is and a lot of times that'll set the tone for the evening, if you come out and bomb an introduction, well, then it's in your head. So you have been, our Tyler, how many years have you been Tyler right now? Because you've been consecutive for a little while. I'm thinking maybe six, seven years. So, so you have a lot of experience on the outside looking in, literally. Yes. And, you know, what, what's the take like out there? Because, you, you know, we have... You're doing lineups, you're getting, it's herding cats because everyone's out there and they want to BS and whatever. So what's it like on the other side while we're open and lodging, moving around? In the old building, we had more room. We would line everybody up in the dining hall and bring them yes, in. Sure. Uh, this year, it was a little crowded out there with the new setup. Uh, you could hardly move. I almost got <laughs> hit by the door a few times because yeah. there was nowhere else to stand. Sure, uh, sure. So it's it it can be very hectic at times. Sure, sure. Uh, I remember years ago during our reconsecration, it was a madhouse. Yes. With people in and out and. Oh yeah, uh, I can. That was a that was actually Worship Brother Bear's year. Yeah. And that was something else. That's an experience if you ever get to be at one. Yeah. It was a little crowded out there sometimes yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what the, the thing is, you'd be surprised 
what kind of vital job that is for an inspection. I, I'm not going to take anything away from Tyler during a, a, sta a stated meeting or whatever because you do have a, a role and in inspection time, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So if you don't have the right guy lined up or the first guy lined up or, you know, past deputies, current deputy, investigating deputy, all of those different things, it could be like my head spinning right now. Cause you know, I know we stood out there for past masters and we were having our own complete different conversation. And then the door knocks, I was like, oh crap, <laughs> we better figure this out because we're about to head in. Benny's about to fall asleep. So. Yes. So for some of the younger guys, and by younger I mean not worshipful master, because Jack's not younger. No, uh, for our uh, junior line guys, and that's only junior in the sense of you guys are both wardens, but you're not the master. What was your inspection experience like? Because, yeah, you guys definitely have pressure because you guys want to perform and you're keying off the master and off different things. But, you know, it's also not your show per se so what what's your thoughts like how did you feel were you nervous definitely nervous sure um but i get nervous all the time and want the look work at, to want the work to sure. be look correct in the mirror. you know and i wanted to do good for the for the master as far as sure. uh, we we spent a lot of time preparing and getting ready for for this and it, I, I just wanted it to be a good show, so and, yeah. and I think I think we did. I think we really did well. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think it was for anyone to jump up and be senior grand warden. You know, you did it, and there was an opportunity. Uh, Worship brother Bear's year was master of the lodge, and he asked me, and I couldn't, I couldn't get it in time, which is one of those things that I still think about. It's like, you know, I see you doing it, and it makes me proud that, you know, I can remember way back when you said, my, my head can't handle all this memorization, and look at you go. You know what I mean? Making good men better, right? And Brother Sleepy. Yes. Brother Barnsey. <laughs> give me some of your thoughts on it. Always nervous. Yes? Don't Always talking fast. That's right. <laughs> Maybe slower than I used to, hopefully. Very slow. Uh, yeah, it's a... People can hear you. Don't want to mess up the parts I know, but what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, you're sitting in the south, and you know that you're two years out from the east. Yes. How does that build? Because I know, I know from the beginning, and almost everybody's been there from the beginning of you joining to where you are in the, in the south. Now, it's 180 degrees to change. It's unbelievable. But the East is still the East. Every step of the way, you get a little more nervous or a little more confident? A little bit of both. Okay. A lot of things to think about and get ready for. All right. Well, good. Keep working. Doing a good job. So, okay. So, we're getting through the run-up. We have went through the practices. The day of. Or let, let's skip back just one more step and say pre-inspection. And that's a lot... And Barry, you do a little bit with the roadmap and whatnot, but Wade and then Worshipful Brother Steve Bear. Steve. Worshipful Brother Steve Hill. <laughs> Worshipful Brother Steve Hill, the secretary, that does the huge part of that. Um, what's a little bit of pre-inspection that you had to go through, Barry? Or, or was it that much? I don't. It, it I don't didn't really, so. it didn't seem like a whole lot to me. I mean, I think a lot of pre-inspection, at least from uh, Right Worshipful Brother Boggs, he does a lot of thanks to the ease of our lodge from Wade and Steve. Sure. Basically, that was what I remember as far as our pre-inspection. I mean, we had, we actually did our pre-inspection along with a degree that night. We actually had a special meeting. We yeah. did our practice degree with him there. He went over a couple minute things that, you know, not saying that... I guess I've been here for seven years, start, started in Junior Stewart, and when you finally reach the East, you've seen it enough times. You bring your code book if there's anything to be changed. Right. Um, the only thing that's a little bit different is at Convocation, they give you a master's handbook. You've got a kind of a pre-inspection report there. We did the roadmap with the officers together. 
Sure. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it myself. And I, and I, I think the guys that are following me up uh, with uh, senior warden Barnhouse and junior warden Barnes, I think they'll probably bring their line officers in too to actually have a true discussion of what the thoughts are as far as our roadmap instead of me just sitting up there and all the arrogance and doing I'm not saying that people did before was arrogant, but I mean, no, I just, no, no. it's a sharing thing because now what I found out with, with this was, was the more that you give the guys that are right behind you when they step in, if they're duly elected in November, it's like, well, I've already been there and done that. Like, sure. like, Oh, I got a briefcase full of stuff that when November comes that night and I say my, my goodbyes and my thanks and all that stuff. And yeah. you know, wherever we go, I'm going to say here, Jack, I know you're very organized, but just, you can look through that junk and when you're done with it, get the better, <laughs> throw it away. Well, I tell you the, the cool thing about that. And you know, it's a little bit, you have all of the guys come in and fill out that roadmap for improvement. And then we had a discussion over it. Everything. Yeah. And, and the thing that's cool about that is you get a lot of guys that say my year in the East, my year in the east what we're going to do for my year and then the reality it's the lodges year you just happen to be running the show that year but it's a continual a continued push forward by the entire lodge line so yes it is your year and you you may have a few things you want to do but doing something like that really lends to the longevity of the lodge and maybe a little more long-term planning, which is cool. I really like that, that you did that because I know my year, I didn't, I don't know, Wade, did you, did you do that? Or maybe you might've just worked with your LEO. I think he helps with the roadmap or was that too many moons ago? I'm not sure. I, we had the roadmap when I was master. Okay. From Grand Lodge. I'm not sure that was a requirement. Um, I would think that if I did have it, I would have, because to me, a roadmap for improvement is obviously into the future, and you're only master for one year, so if you're looking at a roadmap into the future, you have to include the officers behind you, at least probably two years at least, I would say at least all of them. Yeah. Five years, you got to go clear to junior deacons. Sure. But I, I do not remember if they had that when I was a master or not. Okay. It's been a cool experience on the flip side for myself being district education officer. Now I'm in, I'm responsible for the LEO's pre-inspection report, not a ton of information, but it is something that I have to do, make sure I can handle that. You know, you get to see different lodges and how they interact and how their LEO works with their secretary and their master. So it's cool to be on the flip side of that a little bit. And I can definitely tell from be, how active our lodge is and how well Wade and Steve and um, Adam Hickman do as our LEO. You know, when, when Wright Wars Brother Boggs says, you know, it's made it easy on them. I know you guys did because you guys got everything lined up. You got everything figured out. Here's our stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Check the boxes and we're out of there. And that's a really, really good feeling to not have to go digging through minutes or through audits or whatever that is to try to figure that out. So, inspection night. This is it. And we already know that <clears throat> Warshall brother Barry Wag was a steely-eyed missile man, and he is not nervous about anything. So... We're going to have to go over to our wardens here, and we're going to start with our loudest <laughs> our loudest member of this quorum, Brother Ben Barnes. Most talkative, as you can tell. What are your thoughts going on? Are you nervous? Because I know you know the work. I've heard you sit in the South, uh, you know, many times. What's your thoughts sitting there? Always nervous, normal. I don't like talking in front of people. Really? No, not at all. What about in Un- front of a Unlike microphone? you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. Go for it. Unlike me, I heard it. Unlike you. You don't shut up. I know. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, did you notice your prep change for this? Or is it, hey, you know what? 
I do things the night before, the morning of, and that's the way I leave it, and I'm done. Or are you, or is that in the back of your head this whole day, like fretting over, like here it comes, I'm getting nerves or nerved up a little more? I wait till everyone goes to bed, and then I just do try and tell you where we're nice and quiet, and okay, go over in the car or in the truck while I'm driving around. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Brother Jack Barnhouse, Jack McMillan. Um, your nerves, because I know uh, you said before you are nervous, you know. You, uh, nervous to a point. A swift breeze comes by and you start shaking. <laughs> no, no, no. Nervous, nervous to yeah. a point that you want to do good. And you right, want to have every right. word right. So um, what, what about the lead up to? Are you, are you practicing a little more, a little different? Um, the, the, the week of, you know, practice a little bit more. Locking in. Um, Thursday, which was the day we had the inspection, if you don't know it by then, you don't know it. Yes. So Thursday, I didn't do any at all. Um, would would probably say every other day, for half hour to forty five minutes. Sure. You know, going sure. through it, and then um, the big thing about our inspection was the opportunity of right worshipful brother John Martin being here, and yes. It, that just kind of took it to another level. I you could know, not believe any, he made it. Any any time that he's in the house, I mean, you want to you want to do good for not only for the lodge but for him as well. Sure, I mean, sure. it's 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 quite a, and all of us know and all of us feel the same exact way as far as that goes. But yeah, and yeah, and, and uh, we were fortunate for for everyone listening. Uh, right, worship brother Martin's wife is going through some health issues right now. He was our long time chaplain and he would be like if you're i had him as chaplain when you're sitting in the east that's like sitting with a cheat code yeah because the dude he's got the chaplain memorized he's got the lectures the charges the bible presentation anything you could memorize he can install everybody from memory he is unbelievable it is he's such an asset and I know he just the gravity of him being here. He he showed up at my DEO installation, and I just saw him. I started crying. I'm yeah. the biggest baby when it comes to that stuff. And when I saw him, at, you know, at our inspection, it was just, you know, okay, compose yourself and go <laughs> shake his hand. We don't need to be bald, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I'm that excited because it means that more. It's up the ante just a little bit. Yeah, I went to our junior deacon, and who's his son, Gary. Sure. Said, senior deacon. Yes. Gary, and told him, why didn't you tell us? And he said, I didn't know he was going to come in. Oh, so, surprised so, everyone. So, it was it was a it was quite a surprise. So. Sure. Now, Jason, going through and being in the position for a few years, what's that like? Are you, you know, six years in? You know how the ropes swing, and you got pretty much okay at this point. Everybody get lined up, do your thing, quit talking. Or is it? Do you still get nerved up out there? About the only time I got nerved up was probably when we actually had the Grand Line officers here a few years back. Sure. Uh, because it was something different. Yeah. And that <laughs> yeah, nerve wracking. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a little nerving. Yeah, I I know. You know, when we did installation, we had uh, most worship brother Reigns. You know, that's when you when you're around those guys enough, they're just awesome masons. But when you have them in the, they're installing you, and you know the the brass is there, and it's you know you're tense and nervous. You know, I was as nervous for my installation as I was for inspection because. It's a whole different thing. It's not taking anything away from, you know, right worship brother Martin installing or when Wade installed his own line, God bless him, I couldn't do it. Uh, you know, but when you sit there and you have the grand master there for that year, it's like, oh my God, I can't, what if I screw up when I'm thanking people or what, you know, is there is there a different thing now? Am I allowed to talk after he's done? So it really heightens that experience. So I can definitely understand that. Yes, the only year that I wasn't really intimidated by the Grand Line officers was probably the year Kevin Todd came to our inspection. 
Sure. And that's only because I just sold him a gallon of paint three hours earlier. <laughs> and, and for everyone not listening, or for everyone not from East Palestine, uh, 2012 Most Worship Brother Kevin Todd was the Grand Master of Ohio, and he is a member of Allen Lodge in Columbiana, which is 12 minutes away in the same district, back and forth between our lodges all the time. So he's a close friend, and when we hear him, he is grandmaster. He does hold the rank, the title. But when you know somebody as intimately as we do with Kevin, it's, you know, those, those are a little lessened. Completely sidetracking from inspection. Since I got you on here, Jason, the Tyler usually has a ceremonial sword that usually is the lodges, and the, our lodge has a sword. But you have a saber. Okay, and I, I need the story of where this saber came from because, you know, you look like uh, about ready to chop somebody's arm off. It's a real deal, Holyfield. Uh, it is actually a U.S. Navy cutlass. Okay. Uh, it is the sidearm of Chief Petty Officer in the United right. States Navy. And when I was uh, stationed in Nevada, I had a job with the club systems. Uh, I was actually a bar back for the enlisted club, but one of my positions was also to run cases of whiskey to the officer's club or the uh, chief's club. Yes. And when I was getting my discharge, the chief's mess decided to present me with this cutlass. Really? That's I, they called over for a uh, you know a case of bourbon one night, and I took it over and walked in, and they presented me with this sword. So when I walked back into the enlisted club, you had the sword with you. <laughs> I had the sword with me, and a few people started freaking out. Yeah, I. I but then imagine. I just took it right back, put it in the liquor room, and went back to work. And that was it. And that—that's the sort of thing I know. There have been a few uh, wide eyes when they come in and see that resting on your shoulder because it's not the normal kind of sword that we have there. It's uh, you know. Yeah, you know, it's got its own built-in set of brass knuckles yeah yeah it, it could take you down so uh inspection night you go through the whole deal the whole meal deal and like you said barry it goes way too fast okay let's skip to that point in your head where you know holy holy crap all that work all that worry the text that said five hours from now, I think we got a group text from you. Uh, you 12, know, 12, 12 12 hours, you were counting yeah. down. Uh, and I, in my head, I'm like, uh-oh, I hope he's not getting nervous. Well, I, I didn't know it was pure confidence. I love it. But um, well, I don't know if it's confidence. It might just be, I don't know. It just was, it was, I was to the point where I felt okay. I mean, I knew, I knew everybody that was with me that night. I didn't yeah. have to worry about nothing. The senior grand warden, King Solomon, it was there when we get to that point and you're sitting up there and then you just start worrying about, okay, so now, you know, we got to worry about right. Worshipful brother has to make his declaration of how many people were here, how many yeah, MSAs yeah. and ASHs. And it's just all that ancillary stuff that is important to an inspection, but it's like, well, we got it handled. It's yeah, like, you, yeah, you, I actually, I actually, I see why guys like to sit in the East for a couple of years if they get the chance. I mean, that it, it's, I'd do it again. That's why I, I tried telling these guys coming behind us, like, or especially the Storts, if you have any doubt to go to Junior Deacon, just go. I mean, just. Oh, but you know what? The journey it, is unbelievable. And I'm telling you, not to take away, I know every lodge has this different thing. We're lucky we, most everybody starts from down at the bottom of Storts and goes all the way through. And when you do that, by the time you hit senior deacon and with what you've done with as far as partial lectures, if that be charges, ex returns, and then, you know, you get into Master Mason with the senior deacon speaking part, it's like him and the master, him and the master of the lodge have a lot of speaking parts until you get to second section. They actually carry the show for the most sure. part. Sure, yeah, yeah. Once you hit senior deacon and, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, when you get to junior <laughs> ward and you have – you have your bucket of sand year over there where you get to contemplate how you're going to do in the East. Well, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that, that's, that's how of... you got to take the junior ward. In my opinion, you got to take that as what am I going to do when I get to the East and you sit back and that's your, that was my absorption year. That's where you yes. sat back. And I mean, I was underneath you. I was underneath Wade. 
and I was, you know, senior deacon, junior deacon, did a lot of stuff back and forth. But when you get to the junior warden and then you get to the senior warden, then the whole game changes. Then it's like, oh, my God. Then you're there. And once you're there, honestly, I was more nervous in my installation than I was in inspection. Yeah. I mean, well, first off, with my, my, my installation, we had well, Jerry Clemens, past dis, dis, DDGM, counted. He said, I think you got 87 people here tonight. And I said, 87 people. Well, there was a pile of them. Oh, so yeah. that was yeah. a big night. Um, you know, of course, we had uh, right worship brother John Ma uh, Martin install me, which was a sure. deal on its own. And then we had 64 people come to inspection or 63 or whatever it was. Uh, I mean, it was a nice gathering of people, being that we were one of the open lodges and in the that, district. That is one of the things. There were a lot of different lodges for one reason or another. They wanted to have their, uh, their meetings closed. So, you know, that's always a, a knock on attendance because even with us open, you know, the, some of those lodges, because they closed, their members aren't going anywhere. No, they so, didn't. You know, that number could have changed 20, 30 people yeah. if we're in a normal. And the nice thing I found out was looking around, we had our brothers that are close to us, Nagley, Columbiana, Latonia, Wellsville, these guys that you bounce back and forth with all the way around. You got Russ Gillum came down from August and, uh, yeah. those guys up there uh and you know that that connections with me is through york right and you know sure. so on and so forth it, it really made for a nice night and i was a little bit leery i'm thinking oh i think somebody said oh well i think it was right worse but he said i think we'll have probably 30 people and uh so we get there and we start seeing people file in and we had to get out of visitor visiting brother and book and all this other stuff and it's like wow next thing we know i look out there and now we've got a full lodge again but it's easier to speak in front of 64 people than it was 85 and i'd never you know in, in, installation you know sure it well, was kind of a little bit blowed that we, out of the water forgot stuff and everything like that so. yeah we were fortunate enough that on saturday we went down to Unionport for their inspection because yeah. it was open yeah they had 32 people and what a difference you know, when you when, sit in a lodge with 32 people versus 64 people. And you, you, know what, you wouldn't understand. You, I mean, you wouldn't understand the difference. I think the thing, too, is not to knock the 34. Oh, you know no, I mean? not it, at all. Not at all. It's great that they get that many, but it changes the game. And, you know, we've talked before so many times about inspection night. Do we do a pro-tem candidate, somebody who's been through before, or should we do a live candidate? Because, you know what, e even these Palestine all over the place, you come in as 60, 70, 80, 100 people, and then your next degree, whatever that may be, 15, 20, whoa, wait a minute, what did, what big, happened here? What did difference. I join, you know? Yeah, big so, difference. Yeah, it's, it, it is a big difference. And, and to hop back, I'll be right back, hop back with Worship Brother Barry, you know, we had our guys out there, you know, Alan and Perry and all those guys, Negley, South Palestine, whatever you want to say. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? The cool thing was there are other guys that made the trip. And, oh yeah, we, you know, we had Worshipful Brother Sean Franks, current Worshipful Master of Forest City. Forest, Lodge, yeah, and that, they're out of the 22nd District up in Cleveland. And then their district deputy... Right, worship brother Frank Kaku. Very good. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Very good. See that? I know. Uh, Gary, oh, Fra Frank will well, tip the hat for that one. Frank will tip hey, the hat because I saw Gary and I said to Gary and he said cacao. And I'm like, oh. And, you know, he just smiles. Yeah. I, well, he, 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 he might even let you drive the 735. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if I'd fit. But the thing that's cool is, you know, and, you know, we had Jay Clark come up from down Cincinnati and that's. Uh, unbelievable that people that's what I told my wife when I got home yeah. the guys that showed up from all over. all over I mean we got guys from Harmony Hill over in Pennsylvania Zealand Opal. Opal yeah, yeah. I mean it's like wow and, and that's the sort of thing that you don't realize how much of the fellowship and how much of the things that you do whether it's here and you talk about it or it's on social media or it's on a podcast you don't realize how many people you touch and experience and change their thought process and make them want to. One of the gentlemen from Zalianople, um, worship brother Bob Sedgwick, he's a past master of our lodge, and he's a plural member and past master of Elwood Perrion Lodge in Pennsylvania. 
he came down the steps and I was excited he made it over. He's pretty busy. And he's like, I got a guy you got to meet. And I'm thinking, here we go. Who, who are we going to meet here? And this gentleman came over and shook his hand. He's a new Mason. And he's like, it was so nice to just hear guys talking about their experiences and what they went through and keep up the good work. And to me, you know, I, this is episode 29 and I still have that imposter syndrome of why do they want to listen to my podcast? But it's not just, it's not me. It's Freemasonry. It's you guys. It's Grandmaster Charles Ward. It's Jess Rains. It's Charlie Murphy. It's all of those guys and the love of Freemasonry and that passion and fellowship that bleeds through. And that, that's just a cool thing. You don't realize how much you touch those people. So, the gavel hits. And it's over. I round everybody up. I make everybody get a picture. They grumble. And if you guys notice, they don't grumble as much. And they all move to the front. They're kind of getting, you know, you got to yeah. give them two, three years of it. But they're getting into it now. You yeah, know, they understand what's going getting on. Getting the dogs trained. <laughs> That's it. So... We get that picture, and then we get the picture with the line officers, and then we get to relax. And you get to go downstairs, and you can have a drink, have a bite, BS with your guys. What's that feeling like when you get to sit down there and go, oh, man, let me feel it? That's a, that's a good one. I actually, that it carried over into that weekend. Okay. For me, it's like, wow. And uh, I actually, on Sunday night, Bob Batra says, hey, I ain't going to be able to make practice tonight. I said, me either. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because that was a typical thing. It's usually a Sunday morning thing. I said, hey, you going to make practice? He said, yeah, I'll be there what time? Six o'clock. I mean, that was Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. But, yeah, when I went down there and sat down there, it's like, holy cow, I'm almost a past master. You know, in eight short months, I'm going to be one of the PMs. I'm going to be – yeah. One of those guys with rattly plastic and change in my pocket. They keep standing up and yeah, don't yeah. stop talking. Uh huh. <laughs> and keep saying that's not the way we did it when I was yeah. in there. <laughs> no names will be said of who yeah. that is. You know. But yeah, it was it was like wow we we did it. I mean, we actually did it. And I was I've always been a junior officer up till this point. It's like sure. even when I was a junior officer under you know like you and Wade and um, Jonathan and Chris, it's like. All right, so we go down. It's no, like no big deal. So next year we're going to do it all over again. Right. And we keep getting closer and closer. But as a worshipful master, these guys sitting across from me over there, they, they'll, they'll experience the same thing. I kind of feel I, I'm with Jack because I, I said, don't ever wait till March 3rd or 1st of March to do this. Try to get it first out of the gate. Now it's like, oh, sometimes I want to wait like I told you earlier. Yeah, I will wait till April. Let's drag this out because once it's done, it's done. It's done. done. I know. I mean, it's it's stated meetings, it's fundraisers, which we got a lot of stuff where, yeah, you know, I'm still going to put on the tux and the top hat, and we're going to donate to the football team, and you know, we're yeah, going to do this, yeah. that, and the other in town, and a multitude of other stuff. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, as far as the big show, well, baby, it's it's over. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like every Saturday night for six months. It's one Thursday evening, and. You know, we're, we're done. Sure. And for thanks anyone for, listening. Thanks for the loud vibration, Jim. Well, that, that's the thing. Anyone <laughs> listening, you hear that? That's Jack's Nokia 200 or whatever that is. You <laughs> Flip. Know, the 1989 thing that doesn't break or whatever. I don't know. You know, but, you know, that's that. It's not a jackhammer going on. It's just Jack's phone. So switching over to Worship Brother Bear. And, you know, we kind of hopped around and we talked to Barry and we talked to Jack and we talked to Sleepy Benny, quiet. And uh, sorry, Benny, I gotta, I gotta give you crap. What do you want me to do? Not that'd be boring, you know. And we, There'll be more pictures of you to come. <laughs> don't put it online. And we talked to Jason a little bit here. Barry, you're one of the key cogs when it comes to that pre-inspection. Uh, you know, and this is your second year doing it. Am I correct? Third, second, or third? Fourth? I see your fourth year already. Yeah, you, your 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 niece is my first year's treasure. Wow! All right. Well, I'm glad I glad I'm paying attention to things. That's good. Uh, so, 
what is that like? Is, is that stressful? Or, or because you keep your books and got everything locked down, it's pretty much just a, hey, I'm going to check the boxes. Here you go, Tony. I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, for the treasure, it's not hard as long as you know what you're doing and keep your numbers straight. Um, once I turn in my audit report to the audit committee, or my report to the audit committee, and they check off on it, right. that's all he really needs from the treasurer. And as long as all the numbers add up and match and balance, and you're in good shape. I, have a, I would assume that if your numbers do not add up or balance, then uh, you have some explaining to do. But <laughs> sure. for me, yeah. it's not. It's for the treasurer. I don't. I don't think there's anything. I, I never nerved me up at all. Um, the first year because I didn't know what I was doing. Right. But yeah. after that. Um, I would say if Worshipful Brother Steve Hill was here, he probably has a different outlook because he has a lot more information yeah. to turn in as sure. being secretary. Sure, sure. So we kind of hit the main cog of inspection. You know, that's, that was the main thing that we wanted to touch on. And we wanted to touch on this because our inspection was last Thursday. So it was, I mean, it's fresh. It's still in everybody's mind, and I'm still... As a past master, and I told you guys this beforehand, you know, you, I sit on the sidelines, and I had, a, I had a part in the second section, but, you know, you sit there and you pick everything apart as a past master because I want to see the best of the best because I think you guys are the best of the best. I always say that because you're my home lodge, and that doesn't take anything away from Allen, Forest City, you know, any of those lodges anywhere. They all do great work. But this is my home, and, you know, I want it to be the best that it can be. It's just, it's cool to see that. And when you're done picking it apart, I think all those little things were just little things. You know what I mean? There wasn't any, oh, my God, he didn't take his hat off. Oh, my God, we did whatever. You know, it was all little ticky-tack things that in the big scheme of things isn't going to really cause that much of an issue. Um, for people that are coming through, maybe they haven't hit their inspection yet, or they're going to be moving into the chairs that you guys are already in. What's some advice for them? And Jason, I'm going to give it to you first because, you know, you deal with the guys outside lining them up. Well, what would be a word of advice for any Tyler going through that situation? Or, or, or is it, or, or, you know, is it something where you need a word of advice or it's like, Hey, listen, we've been through this, come mm -hmm. here, do your work, do it right. And it's fine. Yeah. I mean, my, my word of advice would just be, you know, take it easy, take it cool, you know? Yeah. Don't get too wound you're, up. You're, you're not really getting judged on this. You're outside. Uh, okay. I got it. I, I like that. You know, you don't need to be nerved up. You need to have a cool head and make sure everybody's doing what they need to do. And, you know, just don't try to, uh, you know, accidentally stab the present <laughs> grandmaster of the yeah. Grand Lodge of Ohio. With the cutlass. <laughs> Check. No stab. That's Jason's point. Okay. Be prepared. Okay. And, and, now and, and, don't, and don't overthink it. Yes. You know. Um, they, they only want you to succeed. They want to come here and see the best work that they could ever yes. see. And we all sit back and we, you know, I said the, and you were supposed to say that, or you said ob obeyed and it should have been observed and, you know, yeah. just different things. You know, you said ash and it should have been ashes and, you know, it's different, <laughs> yes, different, right? different, different, different things. Sure. But that's part of being prepared. Right. You know. And that would be the advice that I would give anybody is that they want you to succeed. They don't want you to fail. Exactly. Benny, words of wisdom. Let me hear it. Know your role. And since the junior warden don't have know your role. Know your role. <laughs> I heard Wayne started. I have to say it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry, Benny. Know your role. And since the junior warden doesn't have much many parts, maybe fill in where you can. Yeah, and and like Barry said before, you know that is such a situation where you can really watch. Yes, and, and that and that's the the reason the chair is like that. You know, it's where you learn, it's where you frame up your year in the east. But it's all that little stuff that when you watch that, you say, you know what? 
maybe I would want to do this this way or I see how Barry and Jack did it and I like that and I'm going to take this little piece and that little piece of that and I'm going to add this with it. And that's, that's how your year differentiates, but it continues East Palestine's journey through masonry. Yes. Thank you, Benny. Worshipful Brother Waggle. Yes, sir. Your word of advice. Words of advice is uh, sit back and enjoy the moment. Yeah. That's really about it. It truly is that. I mean, come in November, it's like, wow, uh, we went to convocation. They said, okay, first come, first serve. As soon as you tell us when you want your inspection, you know, I know as soon as Wicker put that out there, right, Worshipful Brother Wicker put that out there, I know I had to be the first one. And, you know, February is a busy month for me as far as grandkids and stuff like that. So I'm looking down through there. That third week wasn't working like we usually do and this and that. And I'm going, wow, cha, 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 cha. And I said, you know what? Pick the first Thursday in March. Okay, good. But at the time, I really say to everybody, I, I would, I'm still, I'm really absorbing the year now. Yeah. I mean, inspection yeah. was inspection from November until March was it was pretty much about inspection. You had your stated meetings. You got things kind of kicked off underway for the year where we're heading and stuff like that. But uh, now's the time you just kind of, I mean, I showed up for a meeting tonight, talked to you a little bit today, talked to Jack for a little bit, Wade here, there, wrote my agenda at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Sure. And we get we show up here and we have a guy doing a return. It's like, oh, well, where do we put this all in? You know what? It's no big deal now. You can fit it in anywhere. Yeah. And what you guys need to learn is, and I think these guys see it, they've heard it enough. Hey, when you're in the East, you do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, to an extent. To an extent, to yeah. an extent. But yeah, yeah. Except, yeah you, know, you know, we got the chaplain sitting there, and we're doing Robert's rules of meeting process, <laughs> and we get corrected, which is, which is good because – that's his, that's his deal. That's that's where that stuff is. It comes in handy right off the bat because otherwise you'd be out there floundering around and blah blah. You know you got sure. you got Wade sitting next to you. Hey, you just go do this and blah blah blah. blah. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah keeping you on the yeah. straight and narrow. Yeah have Jim re, re, whatever what do you say re, rescind his motion and try <laughs> this one. Yeah yeah well, we start yeah. Well, we start all over. I mean but really my advice to everybody. Is take it in, absorb it up, and and when it comes to November, have I'm preparing for a nice speech. Whenever I go to part ways, yeah, that's one thing I will be prepared for. Where you know when I got installed, I thought, oh, this is easy. You just get up and say a few dumb yeah, things. Yeah, you never yeah, think about that. Then you're like, oh, nope, oh, oh, it oh, oh, mush mouthing it. Yeah, well, my, that's it, mush mouthing it. Yeah, and I you even told me, hey, write some stuff down. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to frame it, or it's yeah. just, just kind of off. The so way. really, really, the the biggest thing is is. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing these guys sitting up there, I, you yeah, know, because I'm not yeah. leaving anytime soon. It's going to be nice because, you know, when you're sitting there, you guys have all, you guys can see it through me and you'll see it through them, too, that, well, yeah, I was there. That was pretty good times. That was that was different. Yeah, now we're, you know, we're on to something else. But uh, and that's uh, that's the really nice thing about our lodge is it's always a new face pulling up through. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I mean, things happen and we might see the same faces go through a couple of times, but. As of right now, we're doing good. So everybody gets to have that experience where you just get to suck it all in and just take it for what it's worth, run it from November to November, and then uh, that's it. I, I think one of the things you said, you know, Wade and myself and Worst Brother Crisano and all, all those guys, you know, past guys, especially the closer ones, and I brought, you know, Chris Tiger, John Mack. John, yeah, yeah. You know, when we sit, as, you know, as treasurer, as chancellor, wherever we sit now outside <laughs> of the East, and we get to see John and Chris and yourself. You know, you were my senior deacon. Uh -huh. You were Barry, or you were, <laughs> you were Wade's junior deacon, you know. And now you sit and think, well, wow, you know, when the heck did Barry get in the East? When did that happen? And that's the crazy thing. And that's just life in general. Like, you know, you blink your eyes and you're at a whole different state of uh -huh. your timeline. And it's, it's wild to see that. And it's exciting. It's kind of like, you know, for those of you that have kids, you know, you are so excited for them to grow up and want them to grow up and do well. And as they move through the chairs, you know, you get to see that maturity growing of taking responsibility of the lodge. And by the time you sit there, you know, I say all, all the time, like, I can't believe Benny's junior warden, you know, 
It was, you know, two weeks ago, Benny was following me around like the tadpole down at Lodge when he signed a petition. Shut up. <laughs> but but that, that's the thing. And it's exciting. It's exciting for me. It's exciting because I remember, Jack, when you and I talked about your petition. And we, I was in the library of the old Lodge. You know, it just, it's just... But to see you guys and to see... We say so often, we take good men and make them better. And I watched you guys, and Wade watched me, and Crisano watched Wade, and Rocky watched all three of us change the way we were and get better. And you get to see you doing that in real time. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a different experience. It's a, like he's talking about time frames there. When I started into this, thing it was uh I had a grandson that turned was one years old now he's seven yeah so there there's where it's at not to mention I wasn't even 50 yet when I started this stuff now you're 62 hey, yeah <laughs> I, I had I got held back a couple years <laughs> but uh you know and jump into worst brother bear what kind of advice would you give and this is something you can kind of palliate because you're a past master you've been through it you've been out what are your thoughts on the outside looking in? What would you tell a master coming in and the line? You know, maybe you have to talk to all of them. What's your words of advice for them? I don't know that I have anything new to add. They've all touched on it. Uh, preparedness is huge. Sure. Um, I guess maybe that's my number one of all the advice that's been given is preparedness. I've been told for a lot of years, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So if, you just gotta get ready, and and you have to make your you have to make your line get ready. You have to make your lodge get ready, and if that's forcing them into practices or whatever it is, um, as the master, it's your it's the lodge's inspection. Yeah, it's not your inspection. It's your year. It's the lodge's inspection, but it's on you to make sure that that goes off without a hitch and that you you know pass your inspection. Yeah, yeah. And you still have a charter at the end of the night. So, sure, um, exactly. Yeah, that's. The, I really don't have anything new to add. I, I believe they covered most of the bases. You know, the cool thing, you, you bring up uh, a failure to prepare is preparing to fail. My thing before, uh, you know, whatever we're doing, whether it's, you know, a pickup basketball game, whether it's inspection, whatever, I like to go to each one of my guys and shake their hand and say, hey, good luck, let's do it, let's knock it out of the park. It's just a little bit of a – you know, past coaching thing, you know, that individual, I want to get everybody on the same wavelength. And your master year, I was doing that, just talking to everybody because that's the, I obviously I'm a talker, but you came by and I shook your hand and I said, good luck. And you said, luck's for people that haven't prepared. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it's, so, but, but I love, I love, and you know, that was 2018. So here we are four years later and that still manifests. So I love that that wasn't just a, Hey, that was just a, you know, one off that I said that was a good line. No, that's a, that's a thought process. That's the way you think. I love it. I would say another, another thing just popped into my head when you said that is have confidence. I believe the stat is if you make it to be a past master, you're in the 5% of Masons yes. that ever make it to that chair. Um, so have confidence in yourself and your abilities because um, if you look out at a lodge and, you know, if there's, you know, like we had 60-odd people. Sure. 5% um, of 60s only. Uh, it's not very many. Yeah. It's a small uh, number. <laughs> you know, it, don't ask Good math. Do the math. <laughs> it's three people. Many. So, I mean, if you, if you do it. Now, we're at inspection, so there's a lot more than three past masters out there. Sure, sure. But, I mean, if you do just do the math, so why are you going to sit up there and fret about saying the words wrong or doing something wrong here or there when – First of all, at inspection, a lot of past masters, they've all been there. They've all felt the same. Yeah, pressure, worries. Right, as, sure. you, as you felt. So so there's no real sense to be worried about it. You just have to do it. But having the confidence in your ability is huge. And, and the confidence comes from, my first point, preparing. Yes. Because if you're well prepared, then the confidence is there. Absolutely. Because you know what you're talking about. And <laughs> as, as, as far as being prepared, sure. we did everything that we could. Yeah. from practicing put yourself and, in a position and sure and i feel that th that's key yeah. especially with the master mason degree because there's so many moving parts and oh there's so many different things that could could go wrong 
which really didn't go wrong. Yeah, I, yeah it I, really turned out well. We had a couple guys turn the wrong way and, you know, this, and that, and other things. If from, that's the biggest issue, but that's, about the that's only not th- a big but, issue. You know, that's about yeah. the only thing. That's going to round out. I, you know, we kind of wanted to hit the pre, the beginning, and then the end of inspection. And, you know, I, I'd like to thank Benny for coming on. Thank you for having me. Brother Barnhouse, thank you. Yes, thank you, Jim. Brother Whitehead. Thank you, Jim. Worship Brother Bear. Thank you, Jim. And Worship Brother Waggle. Jim, always a pleasure. Absolutely. And I want to thank everybody out there for listening. Uh, check out Brothers and Bonds. Their merch line finally came out. It was, you know, a big hold up because I couldn't get my head figured out of what I wanted to do. So really excited there. But for everybody listening, just my word of advice don't get bogged down. Don't get worried about the work or think it's too much. I returned my degree, my Master Mason degree, and sat on the sideline and said, thank God. Thank God that's over. My, you know, my felt like my carotid artery was going to blow out of my neck. And I'm like, I don't know how these guys do it. They sit up there. They know this stuff from memory. I can never do that. And... That's just a little bit of what Freemasonry did for me is giving me the confidence to go through that because 2013 Jim wouldn't be able to be on this mic joking with you guys, wouldn't be able to stand up and lodge and talk as much and annoy you guys as much as I do. And that is what Freemasonry has given to me. So if at any point you're nervous or worried or, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit, don't quit. Be one of the 5% and let Freemasonry chip away that rough Ashler and make you a little more of that perfect Ashler. Those are my words of advice, and thank you guys all again, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you again.